Welcome to We Empower, a podcast brought to you by UN Women. Join our roundtable discussion with inspirational actors on the push for gender equality and women empowerment in Uganda. What have we achieved and what is left to be done? We invite you to join us as we delve into the trailblazing commitment to break the barriers to gender equality in Uganda. Welcome back to We Empower, a podcast brought to you by UN Women Uganda. Today we are joined by um, Ambassador Hackinson, the Swedish ambassador to Uganda, to talk about the move towards a feminist agenda within the UN Women's structure and within the structure of CSOs in Uganda. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for hosting me. I'm happy to be here. All right. Thank you so much for giving us this time. So what we really wanted our listeners to know is around this time, this is when the UN women had switched, they had consolidated in Uganda, they had started working in many organizations. Sweden comes in as a sponsor, which did them a great amount of help. And you came in with a different kind of sponsorship as the country had adopted a new feminist agenda. We wanted to know more about that. How was this? reached upon and why is it so important to Sweden to do this? Um, well, I think uh, for many people, Sweden uh, is quite known for its gender equality and, and the, uh, uh, I cannot say, unfortunately, that maybe we have completed and that we have a full equality between men and women, even in Sweden, but it's been a long struggle and we have achieved a lot, I think. Um, but uh, uh, in uh, uh, 2014, we took it one step further and we was, uh, I think, the first government to declare uh, not only a feminist government done by our, at that point, male prime minister. <laughs> yes, thank you. But then also feminist foreign policy. Uh, and our uh, foreign minister at the time, uh, Margot Wallström, she, I think she was quite uh, even uh, uh, laughed at by some for doing a feminist foreign policy, but I think she was clever. She saw the opportunity and the interest that was given to her and to Sweden and also the platform this was given her to uh, sort of present and argue and uh, um, so, so that there would be more understanding or more people listening to our, our messages. Um, and what is then feminist foreign policy, the aim is to improve uh, women's and girls' power uh, to shape society and their own lives. And uh, we talk about women and girls' rights, representation, and resources. So it's sort of the three R uh, that will uh, summarize what this is all about. Uh, and gender equality obviously being an end in, it, in itself. Uh, but also, uh, we very strongly believe, and I think uh, it's quite maybe acknowledged by now, it's also a prerequisite for achieving peace, security, and sustainable development. Thank you so much. I think we should all adopt the three R's. Yes. Following that, I also wanted to know if this type of support that is not as restrictive as other types of support mm. is more impactful with gender-based interventions. 
Yes. Um, I mean, to, to give women and girls the power of their own lives, promoting their civic, political, economic, social and cultural rights, we believe is the best way to fight poverty. Uh, and that's why uh, this has been a part of Swedish Development Cooperation for a long time. And we do it both through specific interventions for gender equality, but also through mainstreaming gender uh, in everything uh, we do. And uh, we have, uh, uh, of course, in the work also here in Uganda, it's not an exception. We have gender equality as a priority also here. Uh, a lot of positive thing is done. I think we have to acknowledge that we are, the government of Uganda has done a lot. They have uh, uh, not least in one of the three R's, that's representation. Yes. I think they beat many of us with the female vice president, the female uh, speaker and the female prime minister. Yes. Uh, so obviously, uh, uh, but but there is more to gender equality than that. And, and we work with the government, but we also work with Uh, UNFPA and UN Women and other partners here. And we have worked with UN Women uh, for some time here. We also have uh, worked with UN Women globally. It's, a, it's an organization we know. It's an organization that we trust. And uh, we uh, also uh, uh, understand that uh, uh, giving uh, more, un more flexible and... Uh, Uh, unearmarked support uh, is of course helpful not least because the world we are living in is not static static yes. it gives you we think the the uh, in working with core support you can reach your specific needs uh, of women and girls in even if the context is changing and it's also Uh, getting more of the resources actually out to the activities and maybe reducing a little bit of the administrative work that also comes with development cooperation because we all are responsible to, uh, for our, in our case, for our taxpayers and you for your, for your organization. And I think yes. this is a way of also sort of facilitating a little the work and making sure that the money is used where it can make the, the greater difference. All right. Thank you so much. And it is important for us to focus on our context. That leads us to our next question. Whether is it effective or is it even possible to address sexual and gender-based violence without looking at the things that aggravate it in a particular society? For example, in Uganda, we have poverty and unemployment rates as one of the leading factors, as well as education levels. Mm. But something that is not focused on as much is our cultural norms. Mm. So as a funder, As someone who is um, coming from a country where certain things are recognized, is it possible for us, when we apply the context, to have effective gender-based violence interventions without looking at the context? Well, maybe let's just for me to start to say that, uh, I mean, unfortunately, we see that gender-based violence is uh, one of the most widespread violations of human rights and obviously uh, an expression of unequal gender relations in, in a society. And we also see it as an obstacle to uh, sustainable development, and, and it is a specific target of the uh, sustainable development goals in that way. Uh, and it occurs all over and in many different uh, forms. Um, 
but can you of course you cannot uh, ignore the context and and i have to say that uh, uh, it's uh, i mean you you have to look at it's it's i have to say unfortunately uh, it's not uh, limited to uh, countries uh, where we see poverty because we uh, see gender based violence also in in sweden but still we think even gender based violence we need to address it from a multidimensional poverty perspective we when we look upon poverty we look at it in four dimensions resources opportunities choice power and voices so uh you can you are not only necessarily poor in in uh, resources you can also be poor in in power or in voices uh and obviously we need to also change social norms both at individual and at community uh, level and i think one part in this is obviously to integrate women's economic and political empowerment when we talk about addressing gender based violence uh another one is to look at uh, the legal and institutional framework is that uh, uh sufficient is there gaps or or things that needs to be addressed there and then we of course also have to look at the men and the boys and and uh, that they 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 have multiple roles here they are sometimes ena- enablers perpetrators but of course can also be champions and change agents and and I'm very happy that we here in Uganda and with you and women uh, look at this positive masculinity and I know that you also work with for example men engage alliance yes. so uh, and we have had also discussions together with you and women with uh, traditional leaders faith based leaders uh, so yes you have to look at the context and you have to look of course at the drivers behind but also who are the possible uh, institutions or actors that can actually change things thank you so much for joining us which was a pleasure to have you here and don't forget to tune in next time for episode 3 of we empower podcast thank you for listening thank you so much again for having me and not least on such an important topic thank you